Welcome to the My Best Mom Friend Podcast. My name is Sandra, and I'm the virtual mom bestie you didn't know you needed. Grab a cup, make yourself comfortable, and allow me to spill the tea on motherhood. So I'm sitting here today with Renee Rena from The Mom Room. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So you are one of the first um, like momfluencers, if you will, that I started following that like I really like to keep it real in my content. I felt like no one was doing that when I first had my son and I wish I had found your profile two and a half years ago already. <laughs> I was like, this is the first other mom on the internet that I feel like also keeps it really real. And I first found you through your podcast. So I listen religiously and it's an honor to have you here. Oh, thank you. I love when people say they found me through the podcast, you know, like that's wild. The first thing I connected with you about, you talk a lot about being one and done and being, you know, the default parent to your five-year-old. My son is two and a half. So having connected with you so strongly on that, because being one and done is not super common or Mm -hmm. not talked about. That is what I want to get into today. And it's a topic that my followers have been asking me for more of. Awesome. Sounds good. So I'm going to start with a very loaded question, which is, um, how did you first know you were one and done? I, it's so funny because I remember people would ask us right away, you know, like I hadn't even really, I think growing up, I had an older brother, a younger sister so in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm going to have two two or three kids. Like it wasn't even like a, a thing that I really thought about. It was just going to happen. And then I went through a, a phase when I was in grad school where I was like, I don't even want to have any kids. Like I don't want any kids. I don't want to get married. I just want to like do my own thing. And then I met my now husband and I feel like once you meet a specific person, it can kind of change your your mind because you're in the mindset of wanting to settle down and like have a child. So then my viewpoints on having children changed and I was like, yeah, like I want to have a child, but with this person specifically. Um, So after we had Milo, I remember people would ask us right away, like, oh, when are you going to have a second or are you going to have a second? Like you're going to give him a sibling. And because I hadn't really thought about it, my initial reaction right away was always, um, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, we haven't decided. I Even though I kind of felt like I didn't want to go through like pregnancy and labor and delivery and early postpartum and the recovery, because that all like blew my mind. I was, I was just like... Mm-hmm. People go through this and it's talked about in such a nonchalant way. I wanted to like scream from the rooftops like early postpartum is awful. Like the recovery and how painful it is and like the healthcare is just lacking in so many ways when it comes to like taking care of the woman that has just given birth. So in my mind I knew that I didn't want another. But when people would ask me that, I felt like I couldn't just flat out having one. And I couldn't even verbalize at the time, like why I felt that way. But then I started to reflect like, Renee, why are you basically lying? Like, why are you saying, oh, like, we're just not sure we haven't thought about it or we don't know yet. You know, like, why can't you Mm -hmm. just be like, 
no, I, I, I don't think we want to have another kid. And it was because I felt like people would assume that either I regretted having Milo because like, oh, she doesn't want another one. Like she must be having a rough time or people would assume that I didn't like being a mom because I didn't want to have another one. And so I had to kind of come to terms with that and then acknowledge to myself that that's not what that means. Like, even if I didn't have Milo right now, I would want to have a child. It's just like this made up thing that if you have one child, it's not as good as having multiple for some reason. Like, I don't know why. I don't know if it's like the movies that we watch growing up or when we were growing up, like a lot of, I didn't really know that many only children. Um, So yeah, I think it's just, we have this like preconceived notion of having a bigger family or more children is somehow better and means that you enjoy motherhood so much or something like that. Well, you just said so much, like so many things. <laughs> I feel like we need to unpack. First of all, yes, you're still bleeding and people are asking you when you're going to pop out the next one. It's like, yeah. can you please like let me recover in peace. Okay. Yeah. And then you mentioned something that as I planned this whole episode, I didn't even think about. And then that's the part of if I tell people I'm done, are they going to think I don't like motherhood or that uh-huh. I regret it? I haven't even thought about that in so long now because I've really come to terms with it and I love being my child's mom, but I'm done, you know? And yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's wild. And I feel like my husband would have no problem just saying like, no, I don't want more kids. And people wouldn't really think anything of that. But for me, I just felt bad saying that I didn't want more than one. Now I'm a lot more comfortable with it. And I feel like I can acknowledge like, no, I like my life how it is right now. And because I am the flexible one in like between my husband and I, a lot of the difficult parts of parenting, like being home when he's sick or like picking him up from school, like my schedule gets derailed if he has anything going on, like bringing him to appointments. Like my husband does a lot, but his job is very busy. So, and his job is not like a flexible thing. It's his job comes before everything else. And that's just the way it's always going to be. So I have to really put myself in the situation of having a second child and what that would mean for me. Yeah. Um because uh, like my husband doesn't have to worry about his job. Like he will that would never be affected. Um whereas for me what I enjoy doing and my passions, my that is what would be uh, affected if we had a second. And then at the same time I'm always like what about having more children like that's not going to add anything to my life like right now things couldn't get much better so now you're almost like taking a risk of adding another human into this family which is currently functioning amazingly Mm. we're all happy um we have so much to give to our son 
why do you want to like play with that and then see what happens? You know, like I don't want my marriage to have more of a strain on it. Like just having one child has drastically changed our relationship, obviously. Like we don't have much time for each other. Um, and like adding to that would just make that even more so. So yeah, that's what I always think about. Like there's no guarantee that adding more children to our family is going to like be some big fairy tale. It could be actual chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) maybe we would have fertility problems. Maybe our child would, you know, have some like chronic medical illness. Like I have thought about all of these things because I'm an over thinker and I just, that's not a risk that I want to take. Like, I don't want anything to affect what we have right now, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. And I think I'm the same way. And it it sounds bad to say, but a lot of it is slightly fear-based, right? Yeah. Like what you said. And then also saying it out loud, sometimes maybe you feel selfish for saying like what you said, like, I love my, the way that my career is functioning right now. I love our dynamic. And then it's like, okay, am I selfish? Like a lot of women will ask themselves, like, am I depriving my child by not giving them a sibling? And like, I, if that's the only reason you're going to have another kid, I feel like that's not the right reason because Mm -hmm. there's so much more that goes into it. Like your kid has cousins and friends and like most siblings, not okay. I don't want to generalize, but a lot of siblings don't even get along. Like there's, like you said, no guarantee. (laughs) Exactly. So I just, I wish that other women would realize like, if that's the only thing that makes you want to potentially have another, then probably you're really leaning more towards being done. Mm -hmm. Because Um, what's more important, the potential of Milo having a sibling that would he, that he would maybe have a good relationship with like for the rest of his life or having parents who are not burnt out and can give him everything that he needs, like with regard to interacting with him and, you know, being the kind of parent that we want to be to him, like putting another child in our current situation. Like I, I am well aware of my capacity for, for that. And like, I am not good when it comes to bedtime meltdowns and like all like those really affect me mm-hmm. and make me upset and <laughs> I don't want to go through that again and I don't want to like not be able to be the kind of parent that I want to be like right now everything is great like obviously we have ups and downs but I just, I know myself and I just feel like I would be spread too thin. I would be frustrated that I wasn't able to focus on my own stuff. I would be resentful of my husband because he can do his job and that's never going to be affected because he's a doctor and he like that comes before everything. Like I, so it, it would just like cause all these things. And I don't think it's selfish. I think it's like understanding what you value and want out of life. Like I am not here to like, like this is my one life that I have. So how do you want to spend it? You know, yeah. like Milo's going to be great no matter what. 
Yeah. And I'm in the same boat of like really practicing conscious parenting and cycle breaking. And then I wonder, okay, if I have more, am I going to be as patient and can I like keep my cool? And I don't know. Right. So, and then like, we had a huge strife in our marriage too. When we first had our son, I had no idea it would affect us the way that it did. Like we never fought before we had our son. So when we started bickering and bitching at each other all the time, I was like, is our marriage broken? Like we just had this little human. We're supposed to be happier than ever. And exactly. It was the opposite. So I'm like, if we did it again, would we go through that whole thing again? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I have a very long list of reasons why we're one and done. And I think another thing about saying it out loud is like, you're really putting it out there. And so maybe you're not sure. So answering by saying, yes, I'm one and done can feel I don't know, like you're putting it out there too much or you're having to definitively say one way or the other. So I think that's why so many of us for so long will just be like, yeah, like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I think people fear like looking as if they're changing their mind, which is also silly. Like we are human. That's why I'm very open about that. I was so certain like, no, we're only having one. And then when Milo was probably like three and a half ish, I started to like waver and I'm like, Hmm, like I feel, I don't know if it's because my siblings and I are four years apart, but in my mind I was like, Oh, like he would be the same age gap as me and my sister, me and my brother. And because things get easier as well for me anyways, as he has gotten like more independent, like I'm able to go upstairs and shower. He's like watching his little show, like doing Legos before school. Like it's just like a whole new life. And I was like, oh, maybe, you know, we have another and get through like those hard three and a half years and then things will go back to normal like it is now. But then ultimately I went back to like, no, I don't want to do that. But I think a lot of people wouldn't have even brought that up because we're afraid to look like we're going to change, like we're changing our minds, but like we're yeah. allowed to change our minds. Yeah. You know, we're, we're human, <laughs> but people want to be like, I don't want to say I'm one and done because then what if I'm not? And like, yeah. So just don't be afraid of. Right. Like who cares what anybody says? Yeah. This yeah. is your life. They're not going to watch your kid for you. They're not. Yeah. I will say though, those first three and a half years that you were talking about are very long. Mm-hmm. They're very long. <laughs> so yeah. we're at two and a half and now it's starting to be fun. Um, there are lots of tantrums, of course, but now I'm like, I've wavered a couple of times where I'm like, okay, like I love toddlerhood. Postpartum was so hard, hated newborn life, never want to have a baby again. But toddlerhood, I find to be so amazing and he's so much fun but it's not that I want a second. I just want to like stretch out this time to make it last longer because I just want to bottle it up. So Milo's age right now, like four and a half. Oh my God. Like I was just going to get better. Yeah. Like I could eat him. Like they're so, and like, obviously there's, because they're gaining more independence, he can be irritating at times. Um, but like, they're just the cutest and they experience things like they're more aware and they know what's going on. And like, I brought them to the movies 
last weekend and it was just like the cutest thing in the world like he was so excited like he loves dressing up in costumes like it's adorable so yeah you'll love like four four and a half and then the thought of like splitting my time well first of all the thought of being pregnant with a toddler sounds horrible yeah um and then having to split my time just feels like it would be so unfair like I almost feel like to me that's more selfish than not giving him a sibling. Like Mm -hmm. I just want to devote all my time and energy to him. And I'm in the same boat as you, like everything you describe. I'm like, like, this is why I relate to you so much because I get so overwhelmed with just one. Mm -hmm. Like if he's sick, my husband and I will like look at each other across the room and sometimes be like WTF mouthing it to each other. Or if he's like having a tantrum, we're just like, how do people do this? with more than one, like and logistically, like, how do you do bedtime? How do you get multiple kids ready in the morning and out the door? I don't understand how, mm-hmm. and then it would make me feel in the beginning, like what's wrong with me as a woman that I don't feel like I'm cut out for motherhood or that it doesn't come naturally to me or that I don't have this deep desire to do it again. You know? Yeah. I feel the exact same way. Sometimes I'm like, why, why does it seem like I find things difficult more so than other people. But is it because other people are just not honest about how difficult certain things are? Like we had a bedtime battle like two nights ago that was like I could have broke down crying. And not even because I'm mad at Milo. I was just like, what the frick is going on? Like, do I have to call like a psychologist? Like, I don't know what's going on. Like their emotions can get so big and like, they don't know how to regulate themselves. You try and they like scream in your face, like throwing stuff around. It was awful. And I was just like, Do other people not feel the same way that I feel going through this? Or are people just like, oh, well, you know, it's kids, you know, like, let's have another one. Uh, Like, sometimes I wonder that because some of my friends have multiple little kids and I'm just like, how, like, how is it really, really hard for you? Do I just have less of a capacity for like, dealing with that kind of stuff uh, because I had kids later. Like I think about that too. Like I had Milo when I was 34. I've already lived this like full adult independent life living by myself. So is it that much more of a transition for me to have children versus someone that has kids like right out of university, like in their mid twenties? Do you know what I mean? Like I I always like, I wonder all these. I mean, I had Xander, I turned 30 right after he was born. And I also feel overwhelmed with just one. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't know if it's necessarily that like it could add to it. But um, yeah, like at I the actually... end of the day, like we're all so different in mm-hmm. like our priorities, how we love to spend our time, like our temperaments are like what we enjoy. And So it shouldn't be shocking to us that some people want multiple kids and some people want none and some people want one, you know, like it shouldn't be shocking. But I think as women, because of how we grew up and just like the messages that we receive over time, we think we should want this big family and want multiple kids. And it's not 
the case. I think now more than ever, women are just asking themselves what they actually want in life and thinking about what's a priority for them and caring about their own happiness and putting themselves first. Like, yeah, that's what I hope anyways. So things are changing, but now we're questioning ourselves, but I think it's a good thing. Like when I hear that people are not going to have kids, I'm like, good for you. Like you actually took time to think it through, not just follow what everybody else is doing. Um, like I yeah. love that. And I think it's so smart. Sounds very responsible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I actually cried in my car in a parking lot last week because I was at my wits end. My son was sick home from daycare all week and I worked from home. I was trying to juggle that while my husband was at a week long like sales thing and couldn't help me for once and I lost it. And it's like mm -hmm. you said, you regulate your toddler or your, you know, your child all day long and your own emotions if you are doing more of like the conscious parenting. And then it's like when I'm talking to my husband at the end of the night, it's like I can't regulate myself as well anymore. And I let it out on him. Yeah. Because I cannot, I don't know, not all the time, but it definitely happens that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you can you know, we're so careful about how we're responding to our kids all day <laughs> yeah. that it's like, I know my husband and usually I will give like a warning. I'll be like, listen, like I am rage-tastic today. So like, and he knows to <laughs> tread lightly. Yeah. But yeah. Like we're human. We can only, you know, put up with so much. I think I need to come up with a code word with my husband to let him know, like, don't say the wrong thing right now. Like yeah. I'm about to like explode. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, I guess like what I was saying with splitting the time, like with my son, he was born in 2020. So we were at the height of COVID. My husband and I work from home and we had the means to have a nanny at the house. So for the first year and a half of his life, um, he was home with us and I got to see him and experience everything and didn't miss anything. And now that we're wanting to do more of like a private school route with him with the second child, like we can't just also then afford to have a nanny and have that same experience. So like that would feel really unfair too. I also can't imagine going through like daycare germs again. Like I feel like Ooh. we're slowly on the other end of that. <laughs> And I yes. can't imagine starting all of that over again. Mm -hmm. And I like, I love to travel. So I, I used to think about that too, like trying to envision us traveling as a family of four instead of just having Milo. And it's like, yeah, all these little things come into play, you know, yeah, when you just, like, I, I really sit and visualize our life. Like, what do I want it to look like? all the way up until I'm like old living by myself and I have one child versus like two or three. And I'm like, I think I would be okay with that, you know? Yeah. I mean, for me, there were so many reasons why I first decided that we were done one and done, including just like postpartum depression and all of that. But I can jump now and not pee my pants. So I still can't do that. I need to see a pelvic floor specialist. Finally, everyone's yes. telling me it's not too late. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Not at all. Like, definitely. I went when Milo was 18 months old. Okay. Yeah. I still like cough or sneeze and I pee myself a little bit. 
Yeah, <laughs> definitely go see one because they can help with that for sure. The thing that I try to do, and this is what I tell people, I'm like, visualize like Christmas in five years. Do you see another child? Like for me, again, like our reasoning for being one and done was all these other things. But then finally we were like, no, like we feel complete. I can't picture another child here. I can't picture like a little girl or another little voice. But then when I think about, like you said, life when I'm older, okay, in a perfect world, I would have four or five kids that all come at Thanksgiving and Christmas with all their grandbabies. But I don't want to do the age like one through 20. Mm -hmm. I would love to have a huge family, but I'm just like not cut out for it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. To do what it takes. It's like the risk and reward part of it. Like what's more important that you thoroughly enjoy and, you know, live life how you want to live it from now until you're you know, older and your child is an adult or you enjoy your adult like later on in life. I know it's, it's a trade-off. And I, I agree with you. Like I, when I go over to my mom's house, I'm like, my sister's there with her fiance and you know, it's, it's nice, but, and my husband's an only child. So Sometimes I feel bad because his parents just have him, you know, and boys tend to not be as relational, like if that mm -hmm. makes sense, like maintain relationships yeah. as well as girls do. Because like my sister and I are like calling my mom every day, like texting her every day, like sending photos, like constantly. My yeah. husband doesn't do that with his parents. My brother doesn't do that with my parents. Um, so sometimes I worry about that, like trying to make sure that yeah. Milo, like we maintain a really close relationship. Yeah. That when um, he's 24, it's not just over unless you have an amazing like daughter-in-law one day, right. That mm -hmm. keeps you up to date with things and calls you. But yeah. then the other thing, tell me if this happens to you. So for me, being one and done means every first is the last, which can be like a little bit emotional and I have this like really strong fear and probably every parent has this, but with him being my only one, it's this fear of like, what if something happens to him mm. and he's my only, not that if something happened to him and I had another kid, not that that makes it better, obviously, but that's like a big thing that's on my mind a lot. Yeah. I mean, I don't like if I, it, like I have thought about that obviously, but in no way has it made me question that decision, if that makes sense. I would be like, okay, well, it would be a complete life change, obviously, but it doesn't make me question like having more children. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing that people will ask me is like, I'm worried I'm going to regret my decision. Or like, how will I be able to live with this decision? And I think you just have to really decide what you want and just be confident in your your choice. Yeah, a lot of people go to therapy for this, which yeah. I was surprised about because when I talk about it online, I would get lots of DMs from people that were like, we're literally seeing a therapist to try and decide like family planning stuff. Do we want more kids? Like how many more kids do we want? Uh one one 
partner wants more children, the other doesn't like, yeah, it's huge. And again, I, it's not really something that's talked about yet. It's probably something that almost everybody goes through. I have a girlfriend struggling with that right now. Like she is done with her one and her husband is pushing her for another. And then I don't know how couples handle that. Like my husband and I thankfully are both on the same page. And it's like, if I happen to decide in a year or two, like, you know what? I changed my mind. I do want another one. I know I could convince him, but like, it's my body. So if it were the other way, I don't know that he could convince me. So how, yeah, like how do couples handle that? And like a mom asked me, you know, I told her, I told Instagram that I was doing this today and they were like, okay, what about when you guys can't get on the same page? And it's like, I I just feel like I wouldn't do it again because having kids is so hard on your marriage that it's like, I feel like you have to be on the same page. Yeah. I think therapy, if people are struggling with that decision with their partner, like being on the same page therapy for sure. But then at the end of the day, like, what do you do if the one person is like, no. Yeah. And the other one, like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, like, this like burning desire to like, have another kid. Yeah. What do you do? Then it's like, you have resentment towards your partner the rest of your life for withholding that from you, or they feel resentment towards you for adding another child to the mix, which obviously they're going to love that child. Right. But there's going to be resentment either way. If you can't get on the same page, that's so hard. I know. I know. And I'm not a therapist, so I can't (laughs) give advice. But I'm sure they take you through like exercises to try and get on the same page. But but yeah, so for us, like we didn't have a high risk pregnancy, quick and easy birth, like healthy baby did struggle with like my postpartum mental health. And I'm just like, what are the odds of everything going that smoothly again? Like, I literally feel like statistically, like everyone has like one of five things struggling with fertility or pregnancy loss high-risk pregnancy, traumatic birth, NICU time, or like postpartum depression. And if you don't, you're basically like a reproductive unicorn. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe then with your second or third pregnancy, like some of these things might happen. And I love that there are women where that just doesn't hold them back or they have multiple, you know, miscarriages and they still go for it. And then I'm like, literally like so much fear holds me back from doing it again when I always thought I would have to. Like I've come to terms with it now, but I'm just like telling you like kind of my process to get here. It was kind of rough. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't, my pregnancy, like not one issue at all. Labor and delivery, I was induced. Not Everything went perfectly, like not an issue. Uh, I had anxiety for like a week just in the evenings. But other than that, like zero mood issues or anything in postpartum. And I still, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's not the pregnancy. Like I really enjoyed being pregnant and my sister struggled with fertility forever. And if her last, if the transfer hadn't worked, cause she did a few transfers, they didn't work. She was going to try one more time. And then I was going to be a surrogate for them. Cause I was like, like pregnancy to me was not a big deal. Now, of course, every pregnancy is going to be its own thing. And it could have been terrible, but I was going to risk that anyways. But because the fact of like being pregnant and like delivering a baby, and then you don't have to take care of it. I was like, okay, 
Okay. So that's how my sister-in-law feels. Um, she was like, I love the baby phase. I just hated pregnancy. And I'm like, I didn't mind pregnancy, but I don't want the newborn. (laughs) I don't want to be recovering from giving birth and taking care of a baby and a toddler. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like not a chance. So yeah, it wasn't for me. It's not like the pregnancy, even newborn stage, like the recovery sucks, but like he just slept all the time. Like I watched Netflix and like started a blog, like that wasn't a big deal. And when they're immobile, I was, I'm a busybody, So it's like getting stuff done around the house. Like, Oh, this is perfect. Um, but as soon as he started crawling and walking, I was like, Oh shit. Like it just like takes over. Like now you can't do anything. Like no. your attention is on them 24 seven. So yeah, it's more so for me the once they start crawling is where it gets real for me (laughs) and I'm like just give me another two-year-old and let me just fast forward everything else it's so funny (laughs) I know I know and some people are like everyone's because again everybody has different what they enjoy what really irritates them what you know and so everybody has a different stage of parenting that they enjoy versus what they don't enjoy and yeah, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even started things like sports yet or like extracurriculars. So I can't imagine, like I said, logistically, I don't know how people do it. I have no idea. I need to like follow someone and do it like a day in the life of a mom with two or three kids to see what it's really like behind the scenes. I literally, <laughs> I think about that all the time, like extra, like sports and extracurricular activities and school, like what's it called when they like field trips and mm-hmm. all, all kids who has the time or are the parents just my whole thing with having a second is like let's say they have sports or like a lesson on the same day like now are my husband and I not going to be able to do things together with our child because he has to go to one place and I have to go to another place they each have a birthday party on Sunday now my husband and I can't go together like Since day one, my husband and I have done everything together. Like if there's a Mm -hmm. birthday party, unless he's working, he's there with us or like bedtime routine. We still do that together every single night, like bath, hang out, watch a show. Milo has a snack. We're all together since day one. So now you put another child into it. I feel like it even like it'll separate us from being able to do things together. Yeah. As a family unit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Milo, like he did soccer, he had skating lessons, which went terribly, but anyways, and we would always go together. And I, I would always have that in the back of my mind. Like if we had a second child, either he's going to stay home or I'm going to stay home with the second one, like it just, it yeah. won't be like the three of us doing everything together anymore. Yeah. I think about that too. Cause just like you, we do everything together and it's so nice. And it's like, we're this little trio and it's just, it's comfortable and it, it works. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like last week when my son was sick and my husband was at a work dinner and my son needed me to like stay there until he was asleep, which doesn't usually happen. So then I'm like, what if I had a baby? Like, am I just like, sorry, dude, like, close the door. Bye. Like I have to go take care of like your brother or your sister, you know, I'm like, how, how on earth does that work? I have no idea. 
it's would be stressful for sure. So yeah, we need to ditch like society asking us when we're having another baby. You could be asking someone and they're going through a miscarriage or they've been trying to conceive for months and months and months and just cannot get that positive pregnancy test. So society needs to learn that it's okay to have one or none. These are the two things I am hearing more and more, which is nice. But I feel like when people were asking me, the reaction is so weird. Like they're so like, I don't know, like put off and like, don't even know how to respond to that. And they're like, oh, really? Like you're done? And my response has just been like, yep, like my son is my masterpiece. Like I'm done, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I feel like it's usually like older generations who are like, you're not giving him a, a sibling? Like, no, you have to. And in yeah. my mind, I'm just like, no, thanks. Like, that's not how I see our life going. No. Yeah. And I think if you have, I think a lot of people get asked and like badgered by family, like in-laws and, you know, your own parents of like, when are you going to have another? And I think it's just about setting firm boundaries and just like saying like, Hey, like we're done, you know, or we're, we're not sure, but just stop asking us. Right. Like there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with saying that to your, your own parents or your in-laws. Yeah. Our family has not pressured us at all, but I also do this for a living. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. My, I think they know where I stand. (laughs) Yeah. Same with my mother-in-law, although she does always say like, but once you have the second one, they just like entertain each other. Like, you know, your husband and his brother did. And and, and then like every single person I talk to that has two, they're like, no, they fight. Like they fight all the time. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, so what do you, do you ever get the comments about like, oh, aren't you worried he's going to be like selfish or like all those nasty comments people make? Like, what would you say to a mom? Like, how would you tell her to respond when she gets comments like that? I don't even understand like where that comes from because people act like only children have no experience socializing seven or six hours a day at school or at preschool on sports teams uh like he is actually by himself for not much time at all so I don't know where that comes from and I always laugh because my husband's an only child and he is like the exact opposite of what someone would think an only child would be like almost to a fault like he's kind of a people pleaser and like very like kind and generous and like his love language is like acts of service and he's like the exact opposite of what you would think an only child would be so I don't think it has anything to do with the number of siblings you have and more so about like how they were brought up like there's lots of people with siblings who are assholes Mm mm-hmm So you have to think of it that way. Yeah. Everyone is unique, you know, and I don't think having siblings is what's going to affect their behaviors in life. Like, look at that comment I just got the other day at a birthday party. The mom was like, oh, like my daughter told me, like she came home from school one day and said that Milo was the nice boy in class. I was like, well. That's so sweet. And that's what our school has been saying too, that he's just like so kind and caring. And I'm like. Yeah. And I think it's just about how we raise them. And that goes back to what we said about like, we have a little bit more maybe patience in our mom bucket. And 
I don't know that I would be as calm as I am with two or three. No, I feel like when my, when I can't meet my own needs, which are like a variety of things, whether that be like, you know, physical activity, like being able to rest, like having alone time, reading my books, doing this kind of stuff. The more that that's taken away from me, the more I will be reactive and irritable, like a hundred percent. I can be the kind of mom that I want to be because I have tailored my life in such a way that I can meet my needs while also meeting Milo's needs. So for sure, if I added to that, I would be, I'm not going to be taking away from Milo. So it would just be me. That would be, you know, becoming less of a priority or not being able to prioritize myself. And then I would get irritated and resentful. And I don't think that makes me selfish. It just makes me a human that's trying to be fulfilled. I think it's great that you know what you want in life and what will make you happy. And it's like this whole martyrdom. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's like, no, like you don't just have to pop out kids and like do it all. Sacrifice yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like we are modern women. Things have changed, you know, and and modern motherhood is hard. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it has changed so much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's okay to just have one mm-hmm. or none. I, yep. One or none. Totally. My sister-in-law, they're not, I don't think they're having kids. Um, And I'm like, yeah, like I love that because now I have someone to travel with all the time and I know she doesn't have kids yeah so she can just like be available which is great for me that's selfish but that's okay a little bit (laughs) but you know what that makes me think too my other reason is we have twins on both sides of our family like in that exact right spot which would mean that we potentially would so I'm like okay if I already only want one and then had two more obviously again you will end up loving those children but it's like holy shit. I could not handle that. that 100% no. Yeah. My, like one of my good friends has twins that just turned two not too long ago. And then, so she has three under three because she has twin boys that are like two and a bit. And then a six month old newborn, well, infant. So I'm just like in awe of her. Like, mm mm-mm. I'm in some way envious because like you, I, like I said, I would love to have many kids once I'm older. I just, I can't do it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's, it's true. You can like appreciate what somebody else has. That's another reason why I never liked saying that I didn't want more kids because a lot of my friends have multiple kids. And I basically felt like I was saying like, I see what you have and I don't want that. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was almost like rude for some reason, which is crazy because my one friend, you know, she works in prisons. She's like a psychologist for offenders, like in like a federal prison. And I could look at that and say like, I would never do that. Like I would never want to do like that job ever. Like, and that's not offensive to her. But for some reason, me saying like, I don't want multiple kids. I feel like that to them, they're taking that as like, oh, she doesn't want what I have. 
Yeah. Which is totally fine. Like some people don't want one kid. They want multiple. I don't find that offensive, but I know what you're saying. For some reason, if we're, we see a mom with multiple kids and we're like, oh my God, like I would never, Mm -hmm. we think that almost sounds like we're dissing them when no, I can look at what you have and appreciate it and like see the benefits and the positives and like But at the same time, I know that I don't have the capacity to do what you're doing. And if you do, I'm jealous that you have that capacity. I do not. So I'm just trying to like stay in my lane and live my life to be the happiest that I can be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I would love to have that capacity. I think it would be cool to have another one, but I just... I can't like the it. home, like the home alone house. I feel like that's what we all think about when we think like big family. We're like, oh my god, I just want to be like the McAllisters. Yeah, like that movie like scarred us all, and we uh-huh. all, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't give up my body again, and that maybe sounds selfish, but I can't. I cannot deal with pregnancy, breastfeeding, body image. No, no. Fair to anyone listening that is on the fence. It's okay to be one and done. It's perfectly okay. And just focus on like enjoying what you do have and making the most of having one child. Yeah. That's what I do. Knowing, like I said, it it sometimes makes me sad of like every first is the last. So I just try to be so present with him and do all these fun things because he is my one and only. So mm-hmm. it's like the one shot I have at it. And I, I want to try to get it right without putting, you know, too much pressure on myself, but I love that. Well, this was really fun. I I think just for myself, I wanted to have this conversation and hopefully it will also (laughs) help anyone else that was listening. Tell everyone where they can find you. So I'm on Instagram and TikTok. No, I changed my Instagram name. So on Instagram, it's the at the mom room. And then there's also at the mom room podcast. Um, And then on TikTok, I am Renee Rena with the little underscore. And yeah, the mom room podcast is everywhere. I think it's on YouTube as well. Um, And yeah, I think that's it. Perfect. I will link all of that in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in. For more, follow along on Instagram at mybestmomfriend. I'll see you again next time.